You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Have a lot of draft stuff to get to today. Over the last couple of days, we've seen mock drafts dropped by some different publications, different People, different NBA pundits, maybe your favorite NBA draft analyst. We'll get to a Kevin O'Connor mock draft. We'll get to a Sam Vecini mock draft. Doug Branson is foaming at the mouth to participate in this podcast. Um, too bad, Doug. It's not a back on the mic. Where have you been? Not a, you, it seems like you've been doing a bunch of crazy podcasting things. You've been doing a lot of other different podcasting duties rather than this one here on Lockdown Hornets. Sir, I was doing pro- promo for this podcast. I'm doing free pro. I was doing <laughs> promo for other people. People in, again, people in Singapore know who we are right now, Walker. You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. What do we say to them? Yeah, are, are there Singapore Hornets fans or are we just trying to, are we trying to build a Singapore Hornets fan base? Why not? Why not both? Why not both? That would be fun. Well, I mean, it, it is funny. You see different Twitter accounts um, that are Hornets fan Brazil. Um, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of there, there's a few different countries out there that Hornets fans reside in and then put a Twitter. Again, account our Italian so, friend Bars Filippo, who always is a part of Hornets Twitter. So, again, again, we got fans, bro. We got fans. Well, yeah, I mean, we international uh, Charlotte. I, I don't know about the lockdown Hornets podcast. Having no, I, no, I know. I'm co-opting that. I'm absolutely <laughs> co-opting that. That's we. That's a we. Um, okay, well, I'll allow you to do that. Maybe they're fans of you, Nada. And uh, we can talk about some of the NBA draft prospects that we're fans of as well. We've been talking a little bit about some second round prospects. We'll get back into the first round with some of these tweets and some of these mock drafts that have been put out there by different NBA pundits. One tweet first, Nada. It's something that you put out there, and I can't imagine it makes you too happy. So yeah. Jonathan Wasserman of Bleacher Report tweeted out, Quote, asking around the NBA feels like Obi Toppin may be the most popular prospect in this NBA draft. Now, a lot of different people put out tons of different things via draft time. I don't know what are smoke signals, and that's always something that you have to try to sift through to find out what's real, what's legitimate, and what is completely false. Um, There's no team that is benefiting from this specific tweet. And Obi Toppin offensively is really enticing and defensively is just really, really bad. I know that you have been one that wants to stay far away from Obi top. And I saw one of your response tweets. I think this was your response was that you hope that Minnesota drafts him then. Yes. Yes. The Hornets can have a better selection at number three. What do you make of this tweet from Jonathan Wasserman? Do you get why people might be enticed by Obi Toppin, or do you just have zero clue and you want him to stay far away from the Charlotte franchise? I get it if you want an offensive dynamo at the four and if you're trying to create a mismatch and you're trying to say this guy is the most offensively gifted guy in the draft, I personally disagree. But if you're going to say I like the guy that is most like a offensive dynamo, but again, at the same time, can't defend anybody at the four, then hey, look, go again. Everybody's got their thing. Everyone's got their kinks. I'm not trying to kink shame anybody, but again, it's just not my type of hype. I am one of those people that believes there are more complete guys in this draft. 
I personally do not understand it. For the Charlotte Hornets, it really makes no sense because you have, let's see, you already have Miles Bridges, who might be younger and better. You have P.J. Washington, who is younger and better. There are a lot of this. There's a lot of this that doesn't make any single thing. It just an iota of sense to why the Hornets would draft him. And you know what? I hope he's popular. I hope Minnesota drafts him. I hope maybe even Golden State drafts him. Just anybody but the Hornets, because you know what that means? That means real talent comes to the Hornets. The real talent, an Anthony Edwards, a LaMelo Ball, some a wing that can win a ring. And that's my goal here. Win Again, wings, win rings, Walker. Wings. Yeah, it, I've heard you say that a couple of times. Um, Obi Toppin is someone, I mean, the biggest criticism about him is just how brutal he is defensively in a bunch of different aspects. It's not even just, you know, one area that he struggles mightily in. There's a lot of different it's all of them. struggles that Obi Toppin has, despite him being explosive. We've seen him hit threes in college. You know, seeing the between the legs dunk on a fast break was really impressive for somebody that's 6'9", 6'10". And, um, you know, is that athletic? That was pretty incredible to see. And he was fun at Dayton. You know, was a guy that put the Flyers on the map. Uh, it's a good basketball program anyway, but still with Obi Toppin to be able to lift them that high, I can understand why people would be enticed. But again, I'm not going with Obi Toppin here. And then as we kind of go to Kevin O'Connor's most recent NBA mock draft, it's constantly updated because of intel that he gathers from different authority figures within the NBA. His top, uh, his mock draft goes Anthony Edwards being selected number one by Minnesota. He's got Denny Advia at number two, and then he has the Hornets getting selected at number three. Not here's the thing I want to talk about before we discuss LaMelo, because we've discussed a lot about mm-hmm. LaMelo, how he fits with the Hornets, how much you like him, how I'm scared of a shot, but I wouldn't hate it. I, I'd be just fine with LaMelo being, being the third overall selection. Denny Advia, I, I don't, or Advia, I should say, I don't think that it, it's been a guy that I, I'm surprised to see at number two overall. It just seems like he's gaining subtly more traction. I, I don't know if that's the kind of uh, perception you have right now of the way mock drafts are talking about him. Everybody's kind of consensus on where he'll be selected. We know that there was that rumor about the Warriors kind of liking Denny Abdia. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do? You think that he's a lock to go top three, or is there any way? Is there anything you can um, say is a lock in this NBA draft? I don't think you you can say anything that is a lock per se, but. If we're talking about building for 2020, 2021, I'm much more likely to select a Denny Avia than I am a James Wiseman or an Onyeka Okongwu. And I like Okongwu. The problem is with a guy like Denny Avia, and the only reason we don't believe in him more is because of his shooting, similar to Anthony Edwards, unfortunately, similar to a LaMelo Ball. But the idea is you have to trust your development staff. So it doesn't necessarily surprise me to see that he's getting some love because I think, again, even if he doesn't go top three, I think we're all fairly certain at this point he's going top four. He doesn't get past Chicago because for Chicago, he fits a lot of different things that they want to do right now with that coaching staff. So I feel confident in saying if the Hornets don't draft him or whoever drafts at three doesn't draft him, he's absolutely being drafted at four, and it makes entirely too much sense for them. So he Kevin O'Connor does have the Hornets drafting LaMelo Ball at number three. I, I'm just interested in the different kind of scenarios that would 
that might be a hard decision for the Hornets. You know, if it came down between LaMelo and Denny, who do they take? If it came down between Anthony Edwards and LaMelo, who do they take? You know, and there's going to be an endless amount of scenarios that could take place once we get to the NBA draft on November 13th. I I would love to see the big board just because one, um, of course, I would love to see it every year, but also especially this year because of how crazy uh all of the different possibilities are like you could just you know you could take anyone at number three and here is Lamelo being selected at least in kevin o'connor's mock draft and we'll get to sam vicini's in just a moment also we'll get to Devonte graham's mv uh in just a moment as well first i want to talk to you guys about built bar we've always loved built bar uh, nada has dubbed us the barcia boys and they do have some other flavors besides cherry barcia caramel brownie cookies and cream lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp are the six new flavors that you can try and uh what's great about built bar is that not only do they have those delicious flavors but they're great for the health conscious guy you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in one of those delicious treats and they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. As I always mention as well, you can get a free cooler with that purchase when you visit BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Sam Sam Vecini's Mock Draft. We'll talk about it next uh, on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. I love leftovers, by the way. Huge leftover guy. Oh, man, dinner dinner for lunch. I love that. Leftover dinner, swing it into a lunch, maybe even to a breakfast if you're feeling goosey. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Looking at some notes from Sam Vecini, we appreciate him just a couple of weeks ago giving (laughs) us all sorts of content when he did that deep dive into the Hornets organization, did a really thorough and good job taking a look at everything regarding the Charlotte Hornets. Um, So, Nada, he has Anthony Edwards going to Charlotte. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because here we talk about all these different possibilities that could take place for Charlotte. And we've talked about Anthony Edwards being that possibility. I don't feel like I ever see in mock drafts Anthony go three overall. And it's not like I'm, you know, seeing a million of them. It's just, you know, whoever tweets one out, whoever, you know, some of the mock drafts that I have paid attention to, I feel like that's the one guy that I don't see linked to the Hornets nearly as much. It just seems like people have him going not only within the top three for sure, but it seems like people have Anthony Edwards going within the top two. And where I used to think LaMelo Ball was somebody that was considered the best prospect in this draft, I thought he had gained a lot of traction. It just seems like Anthony Edwards is that guy. And maybe it's because Minnesota is picking number one. People always kind of liked that fit for them. Maybe that's the reason. But I haven't seen Anthony Edwards to the Hornets too many times. What what do you uh, make of Anthony Edwards being there in Sam Bassini's mock draft? What I make of it is that the Hornets are in the catbird seat in terms of where they pick. And granted, this is where Doug Branson would yell and scream and say, this is what I told you fools the whole time. Stop trying to trade the pick because you guys hate the number three pick. That's not what we're trying to do here. But again, the Hornets are in the catbird seat because unless it becomes a situation where it's ball one, Edwards two, or some combination of the two, the Hornets are going to get a really dynamic wing player. I mean, and it depends on how much you love De- Devin Vassell. And again, there's some of us that do, especially on this podcast. 
you get a dynamic wing player. I think the big thing for me right now is that if Anthony Edwards is there, you run, you do not walk, you run, or you try to file your your to pick him as soon as possible. It shouldn't take longer than five seconds to I draft. Mean, even even with Lamelo there, I mean, is, is that you're you're saying he's number one on your board essentially? Is that no? What you're saying? He's not. Or, or is no. this, or Lamelo is is a better option for the Hornets. Lamelo is a better option for the Hornets because I think Lamelo can do more. But if if you're telling me Anthony Edwards or Danny Avia, give me Anthony Edwards. Give me the guy with the athletic gifts. Give me the guy that I can put in Greensboro and say, here's what you learn how to do. Teach this kid how to be a pro. Trust Nick Friedman and the rest of the process and go from there. So here's what Sam Bassini writes. He says, in general, the Hornets just desperately need stars. They don't really have the guy to build around, despite having a good core of young players and a strong developmental coaching staff who has gotten the most out of those players. On one hand, I think they could be a threat to move up and try to target the specific guy they want at number one. If they have someone considerably higher than anyone else on their board, I don't hate that move. On the other they should also feel relatively comfortable just waiting to see which of the top three prospects falls to them at number three with the knowledge that all three fit really well. Ball is a big guard whose playmaking and passing would fit really well with the scoring mentality of their smaller lead guards. Wiseman fits the aforementioned positional need, and Edwards does have the kind of high-level shot creation score upside that the Hornets could really use. Kind of going down the list of some of the players that the Hornets could be considering. Edwards, again, him saying that he does have the kind of high-level shot creation score upside that the Hornets could really use. And that is something a little bit different, Nada, because Anthony Edwards does seem like the score in this draft, even mm-hmm. if I'm worried about his shooting, LaMelo brings you different aspects. I don't know if he's ever going to be the number one option to score the basketball for your team. I don't yeah, think that- James Wiseman is ever going to be that. I don't think Denny Advia is ever going to be that. If you wanted a number one scoring option when talking about all the different players at the top of the draft, Anthony Edwards at, at all of these guys ceiling, Anthony Edwards ceiling is that he can be the number one option uh, scoring the basketball in clutch time or just giving you really good isolation basketball. And I think that really is enticing for a team. It's the most, it's, it's the easiest way to evaluate a star is by how many points he gets you the number one score on a team. And Anthony Edwards is that guy that does provide you that kind of ceiling. Whereas LaMelo and these other different prospects, um, they provide different ceilings. Uh, although I might prefer that they yeah. are different. No, they are very different. And the big thing for me with at least Anthony Edwards is I'm just getting excited thinking about this. Think think about this lineup, even though I might partially hate it. And you, for a reason, you'll understand. You got Devontae. You've got Anthony Edwards. You may even have a Malik Monk out there right now. Then you have a PJ and a Miles Bridges all at the same time. Think about that. All athleticism, everything, Walker. Again, we're going to have people catching lobs. Buzz City will be renamed Dunk City. Think about it like that, Walker. How exciting does that make you? Just, again, we get out on the break. Something that, mind you, Mitch has said he wanted the whole time. He has said, we want to turn up the tempo for, for these, these Hornets. He said it from the beginning. I, uh, again, I, I kind of see the vision here if Anthony Edwards is there. I see the vision. I see the vision. Up and down. Buzz City turns into Dunk City. Be very happy about this, Walker. Be excited about this, just like I am right now. 
I would be excited about the potential ceiling that he has. I, I would be about any of these prospects. I'm also too scared. I'm also scared to death over all of these prospects, and I just don't know what to do. <laughs> with, Stop being with, paralyzed. <laughs> Stop being don't again. Why are you being paralyzed over this, Walker? What's there to be afraid of? Um, the Hornets' future and it never ever amounting to anything. That's the thing that I'm afraid. Oh well, again, we've we've lived through that before. Well, so again, what's another couple decades? Um, but the de- defensively, you know, defensively is something that I worry about just with his inconsistent effort that he has, even though he does have the athleticism, I just don't know about the effort. Like there are plenty of questions about Anthony Edwards, but it is interesting to me to see him at number three overall. I just don't feel like I see him listed there for the Charlotte Hornets nearly as much as I've seen some other guys listed, um, for Charlotte. And one thing real quickly before we end today's show and go to the last segment, I want to talk to you guys about Roman and I get how hard it can be to talk about erectile dysfunction it could be awkward or embarrassing to talk about ed usually we just brush it off or we just blame ourselves about uh exactly what's happening and we don't really want to talk about it whatsoever but roman is here to get you the advice you want and the help you need with no shame with roman you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home a healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan and if medication is appropriate Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping if it's appropriate, too. The whole process is straightforward, it's simple, and it's discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked on and complete an online visit erectile dysfunction it used to be tough to talk about but now there's roman and you can complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it again just go to getroman.com slash locked on to get up to 50 dollars off your first month of ed treatment a free online visit and free two-day shipping that's getroman.com slash locked on for up to 50 dollars off your first month of ed treatment uh ed treatment again that's getroman.com slash locked on one more segment to go here on the locked on hornets podcast this is locked on hornets have you ever had that one little bug that's just like it's not completely out but it's like kind of dangling in there and then you try to sniff it back up to go away for good but it's just it'll it'll keep popping back that's what i'm going through right now it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast now, I saw a tweet about the MVP odds that were listed for every player, every player that has a feasible shot at this thing heading into the season um, next year. And there was a Charlotte Hornet listed. There was only Who was one. it? Was it Malik? There was one Hornet. Um, it was not Malik. I don't know why it wasn't Malik. But it wasn't, was wasn't PJ? It was not PJ Washington either. It was Devonte Graham, which okay, I imagine most sense. people would guess is the Hornet that would be listed after flirting with an all-star bid at the midway point of the season before having a disappointing second half because the shooting numbers just went way down. And that is all factored into the decision of whether the Hornets should extend him or not, or wait another year before they decide to do so 500 to one are the MVP odds for Devonte Graham. He's tied for last as far as all of the different players that low that are listed. I I mean, are you surprised that it's that low? At it should be, yeah, I, I kind of am. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. He gets that mid range. He, he'll be all right. He'll be I all think right. It is, I think 500 to one is a chance. It's a very slim one. I think it's exactly where it I said, that's what, that's what I, that's what I really mean. I mean, give him a real chance. Give the kid a real <laughs> no, chance. No, no, we're not going to give Devonte a real chance. As much as I like Devonte Graham, as much as I even want to extend him, as we've talked about, he's not going to win an MVP. And I remember when we talked about this with Kimba Walker 
and Kimba was being mentioned on national shows like around the horn after that 60 point performance he had against Philadelphia, mm-hmm. eventually the Hornets would lose because Jimmy Butler is the coldest dude in the NBA and nobody's going to give an MVP award to a guy on that bad of a losing team. And the Hornets are not going to make the playoffs and Devonte Graham, even if he does exceed our highest of expectations, Devonte Graham is not going to take an MVP award away from LeBron James any of these guys, Giannis, he's not going to take that MVP away from him, but I do wonder what's the closest he gets. Nada. Like what is our ceiling of Devonte Graham? Because all-star bid possibility at the midway point of the season, I don't think it's crazy to think that, or it's crazy to say that he could reach that kind of height again, and then be a little bit more consistent. Um, you know, he needs to get better. We, we know the areas he needs to get better mid range mm-hmm. and right at the basket. I mean, he was one of the worst, maybe literally the worst player at hitting, uh, hitting shots at the rim. Um, but if he just even gets close to average in that, then I think we're talking about him, you know, being a, a top half starting point guard in the league. And that doesn't mean you're an MVP by any stretch of the imagination. No, but it does make you feel a lot better about his future outlook and being a pillar of this franchise. Yeah. Again, I think again, when we start talking about the ceiling of a guy like Devonte Graham, uh, my thing is again, again, one, two time all-star, like that's not necessarily bad for what he is. And again, the worst case scenario for a guy like Devontae Graham, even if this hot streak of a season proved to be a mirage, he's a good sixth man on a, he's a good, like he's Derek Fisher. Think about it like that. Mm, The lowest you can. What what, what, what (laughs) do you mean you don't like that? I don't, I don't want Derek Fisher. Why why don't you want Derek Fisher? Maybe it's the coaching. No, he's not Derek Fisher. Devante, I feel like is more dynamic than what Derek Fisher is. You don't, I don't want Derek. You you're saying you would be cool if Devante turned out to be uh, Derek. Like he he can't, you gotta be more than, than Derek Fisher. If you're not going to play with Kobe and Shaq and instead you're going to be playing with PJ Washington and Cody Zeller. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, again, you got to be again. Here's the thing. Derek Fisher on a bad team probably ends up looking a lot like Devontae. Derek Fisher on a good team gets less shots, makes the right plays, makes the right plat passes, defends a little bit better, is able to focus on a whole bunch of other different things. That's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Like, I um, think, again, Derek Fisher, again, and more importantly, Derek Fisher hit some clutch shots back in his day. Do we remember again? Did you forget about what he did to, to Spurs? Um, no, but also, I mean, I feel like Sunday out gains for Utah a long time ago, had a buzzer beater. doesn't mean that you're going to be this fantastic player. in the playoffs, in the <laughs> playoffs, sir, in the playoffs. How dare you be <laughs> more than what Derek Fisher brought. I would love to have somebody a little bit more dynamic with Devonte Graham. And, uh, it, it is interesting though, that he's listed here. Like I, I, I looked at that list and I think, uh, TJ McBride is the one that, that tweeted that out. If I'm not mistaken, shout out to TJ. TJ is a really good reporter, by the way, out um, in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's the one that tweeted that out. And I, I was looking at the odds to see if Devante was able to make the list. And sure enough, he's way down, but he is uh, among the players that are listed here. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see what, what Devante is able to do. He's the type of guy for this team that could win it, right? Like the high score, the one that has the ball on his hands, you know, a, a ton uh, he, he's the type of guy that yeah, if there was a realistic shot in hell for him to do it. You know, Devante would be him. And, and as we were kind of talking about with Anthony Edwards as the number one scorer, just desperately needing a star. Mm-hmm. Devante is that guy you look to, right? Like he's the guy you look to at the end of game situations to hit a bucket for you. Isn't he? 
Yes, yes. Well, yes. Here's the here's the other thing though. Yes, but also I'm not sure. Like, and this is like some of my Malik Monk bias, but Malik's up there too. That now, Malik is up there too. It's Devonte, Malik, and Terry in that order. Um, Terry had a bunch of clutch points last mm-hmm. season. I think Chris Paul was the only one that actually outscored him. It might have been Terry being number one. Um, but I expect that to go down this season. But also, you know, kudos to Terry for coming up with a bunch of big shots at the end of game situations in close games. And so we'll see if Devonte can become that guy. But I did think that was interesting. Devonte being listed 500 to one. It makes some sense that he would be that low. Um, and I was just wondering if any Charlotte Hornet was going to get in um, any um, in, in all the players that were listed um, with any kind of shot whatsoever. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Hornets. Thanks again to Built Bar for supporting the show. Also, thanks to Roman and thanks to you guys for supporting the show. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA, really any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We will be back with you tomorrow.